Welcome to Stories of Terra. My name is Guy Black, or Ravenhood on the interwebs. I'm just a humble storyteller, here to draw you into the vast world of Terra by Riot Games. The Riot Games community has crafted an incredible universe, filled with many lands upon which the sun grants its life. Each week, we jump into the Riot Games universe and narrate something from the world of Terra off of the Riot Games universe site. Think of this as an audiobook of League stories and lore done by yours truly. This week's story is Leona, the Radiant Dawn. And now for my terrible attempt at an impression. By the light of the sun, the world is beheld. I think the most important thing and the thing I want to get off my chest first is if you haven't already noticed uh, elsewhere on the podcasting world, we have released our first episode of the Gamer Alchemy podcast with my co-host Elliot Moose Captain Minge, where we do mashups of other uh, tabletop RPGs and some of our favorite video games. We're doing Leona this week because our first pair of episodes on the Gamer Alchemy podcast is creating Targon as a playable campaign setting, or at least kind of snapshotting it, for the dungeon masters out there of 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. Check it out. It's a new project that he and I have been having a lot of fun with over the last month of recording, and we've got Targon, we did Noxus, and you don't know what else we have down the pipe. So thanks for checking it out. Again, it's the Gamer Alchemy podcast, available everywhere that this podcast is available. And leave us a like and a review on that and this one. Tell us what you think. What could we do better? Thanks. Imbued with the fire of the sun, Leona is a holy warrior of the Solari who defends Mount Targon with her zenith blade and the shield of daybreak. Her skin shimmers with starfire and her eyes burn with the power of the celestial aspect within her. Armored in gold and bearing a terrible burden of ancient knowledge, Leona brings enlightenment to some, death to others. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, for the biography of Leona, the Radiant Dawn. Among the Rakor tribes that dwell upon Mount Targon, the sun is sacred, and none venerate it more than the Solari. Children are raised from birth to honor it, and even shed blood for it, until its aspect returns, heralding a grave threat they all must face. Leona was one such child. She took to the Solari faith as naturally as breathing, finding solace and warmth within its rigid structure. This manifested through her rapid achievement of excellence, her peers envious of her capability, willpower, and devotion. None doubted she would one day become one of the Rahurak, the holy warriors of the Solari. Though Leona flourished, she could not help but see her masters struggle with their most exasperating student, an orphan named Diana. 
Her curiosity was welcomed at first, but soon the teachers began to perceive Diana's questions as challenging the Solari ways. Leona watched Diana suffer punishment and isolation, but where others saw insolence, she saw a lost soul devoted to a search for meaning. Leona found her purpose in the Solari teachings, and resolved to share it with Diana as even the most dutiful teachers forsook her. The two would debate late into the night, with Leona hoping to persuade Diana that everything she could ever want was there in the faith, waiting for her to accept it. Though she failed to win Diana over, Leona did find a friend. One night, Diana confided a secret to Leona. She spoke of discovering a hidden alcove in the mountain, an ancient place where the walls were etched with depictions of strange symbols and forgotten societies. When Diana mentioned climbing the summit of Mount Targon to learn more, Leona urged her to stop. Seeking to protect her from the ire of the other Solari, Leona made Diana promise to abandon the search. Reluctantly, Diana agreed. Time passed, and the two never spoke of Diana's discovery again. Leona believed her friend had finally come to her senses. Her belief was shattered late one night when she glimpsed Diana slipping out of the temple. While her first instinct was to tell the elders, Leona thought instead of protecting her friend, resting her back from the edge. Resolved, Leona set off after Diana. To the summit of Mount Targon. The ascent was a trial unlike any Leona had ever endured, straining every fiber of her being to its limit and beyond. Her training, willpower, and concern for Diana was all that drove her on. The unblinking eyes of bodies frozen into the mountain slopes watched her climb, their own journeys forever incomplete, but not even they could deter her. After what seemed an eternity, and much to her own amazement, Leona reached the peak. Exhausted, she beheld an uncanny landscape, and found Diana engulfed in a coruscating column of silver light. Leona saw her friend's silhouette writhing in agony, the air rippling with her screams. Horrified, Leona rushed to her aid when a golden radiance slashed down from the heavens to envelop her. The sensation was indescribable, but rather than incinerating Leona, the illumination coursed into her, suffusing her with incredible power. She clung to her consciousness, fighting the current seeking to sear away her very being. Ultimately, her indomitable will triumphed, and with that control came understanding. With control came understanding. Leona was forever changed, imbued by the aspect of the sun. Destiny had selected her, and it was her duty to protect the Solari in the times to come. It was then that Leona saw Diana, clad in gleaming silver warplate, a strange reflection of the golden armor she discovered herself now wearing. Diana begged Leona to join her, to seek out answers the Solari could not offer. Leona demanded they return home and present themselves for the priest's judgment. Neither conceded, and they finally felt the weight of the weapons in their hands. Their combat was swift, a blistering clash between sun and moon, ending with Diana's crescent blade at Leona's throat. But rather than delivering the killing blow, Diana fled. Devastated, Leona descended Targon and hurried to her elders. When she arrived, she found slaughter. 
Many Solari priests with their Raharak guardians were dead, seemingly slain by Diana's hand. The survivors were awed by the presence of two aspects now in their midst, and Leona was committed to helping them navigate this new reality, the guiding light to her people, just as the sun had always been. She has sworn to find Diana, to preserve the dominance of the Solari, but also to help her old friend control the moon's aspect's power before it destroys her. And now for Leona's story. And if this is the story which inspired the song Lightbringer by Pentakill, I'm so ready. Here we go. It is entitled The Lightbringer. And this is by our resident lore master, Graham McNeil. The raiders attacked before dawn. Fifty wolf-lean men in iron hauberks, mantled with strange furs bearing ash-dulled axes. Their steps were swift as they entered the settlement at the foot of the mountain. These were men who had fought as brothers for years, who lived in the heartbeat between life and death. A warrior in battered scale armor, bearing a heavy-bladed greatsword over his shoulder, led them. Beneath his dragon helm, his face was bearded and raw, burned from a lifetime of war-making under a harsher sun than this. The previous settlements had been easily overcome, little challenge for men weaned on battle. The spoils were few and far between, but in this strange land, a man took what he could get. This one would be no different. Suddenly, light flared ahead, sunlight gleaming brightly. Impossible. Dawn was an hour or more away. The leader raised a calloused hand as he saw a lone figure standing athwart the near settlement street. He grinned as he saw it was a woman. Finally, something worth plundering. Light inflamed her and the grin fell from his face as he stepped closer and saw that she was clad in ornate warplate. Auburn hair spilled from a golden circlet and sunlight glinted from her heavy shield and long-bladed sword. More warriors emerged from the street, taking their place to either side of the woman, each gold-armored and bearing a long spear. "'These lands are under my protection,' she said." Leona lifted her sword as the twelve warriors of the Raharak formed a wedge with her at their center. Six to either side, they swung their shields and hammered them down as one. Leona made a quarter turn and locked her own shield into place at the apex. Her sword slid into the thrust groove beneath the shield's bladed halo. She flexed her fingers on the leather-wound grip of her sword, feeling the surge tide of power within her a coiled fire that ached to be released. Leona held it within her, letting it ease into her flesh. Embers flecked her eyes and her heart pounded in her chest. The being she had joined with atop the mountain longed to burn these men with its cleansing fire. Dragonhelm is the key. Kill him, and the rest will falter. Part of Leona wanted to give the power in her free reign, wanted to scorch these men to smoldering bone and ash. Their attacks had killed scores of people who called the lands around Mar Mount Targon home. They had defiled the sacred places of the Solari, toppling sacred sunstones and polluting the mountain springs with their excretions. 
Dragonhelm laughed and swung his great sword from his shoulders as his men moved away from him. To fight with such a huge weapon and keep it in constant motion needed space. He yelled something in a guttural tongue that sounded more like animal barks than anything human, and his warriors gave an answering roar. Leona let out a hot breath as the raiders charged. Their braided beards flecked with frothed spittle as they pounded towards the Raharak. Leona let the fire into her blood, feeling the ancient creature merge its essence with hers more completely, becoming one of her senses and gifting her with the perceptions not of this world. Time slowed for Leona. She saw the pulsing glow of each enemy's heart and heard the thunderous drumbeat of their blood. To her, their bodies were hazed with the red fires of battle lust. Dragonhelm leapt forward, his sword hammering Leona's shield like a stone titan's fist. The impact was ferocious, buckling the metal and driving her back a full yard. The Raharak stepped back with her, keeping the shield wall unbroken. Leona's shield blazed with light, and Dragonhelm's mantle of fur smoldered in its furnace heat. His eyes widened in surprise as he hauled his enormous sword back for another strike. Brace and thrust, she yelled as the rest of the warrior's raiders hit their line. The golden spears thrust at the instant of impact, and the first rank of attackers fell with their bellies pierced by mountain-forged steel. They were trampled underfoot as the warriors behind them pressed the attack. The shield wall buckled, but held. Axes smashed down, sinews swelled, and throats grunted with the effort of attack. Leona thrust her sword through the neck of a raider with a scar bisecting his face from crown to jaw. He screamed and fell back, his throat filling with blood. Her shield slammed into the face of the man next to him, caving in his skull. The Raharak's line bent back as Dragonhelm's sword slammed down again, this time splintering the shield of the warrior next to her. The man dropped, cloven from neck to pelvis. Leona didn't give Dragonhelm the chance for a third strike. She thrust her golden sword toward him, and a searing echo of its image blazed from the rune-cut blade. White-hot fire engulfed Dragonhelm, his furs and hair instantly igniting and his armor fusing to his flesh like a brand. He shrieked in hideous pain, and Leona felt the cosmic power inside of her revel in the man's agony. He staggered backward, somehow still alive and screaming as her fire melted the flesh from his bones. His men faltered in their assault as he fell to his knees as a blazing pyre. Into them, shouted Leona, and the Raharak surged forward. Powerful arms stabbed spear blades with brutal efficiency. Thrust, twist, withdraw, over and over again like the relentless arms of a threshing machine. The raiders turned and fled from the Raharak's blood-wetted blades, horrified at their war leader's doom. Now they only sought to escape. How and why these raiders had come to Targon was a mystery, for they had clearly not come to bear witness on the mountain, nor make an ascent. They were warriors, not pilgrims, and left alive would only regroup to kill again. Leona could not allow that, and thrust her sword into the earth. She reached deep within herself, drawing on the awesome power from the mountain beyond. 
The sun emerged from behind its highest peaks as Leona thrust her hand into the light. She dropped to one knee and slammed her fist into the ground, and sunfire rained from the sky. Whoa. Hopefully I didn't clip too much in that one. That was really fun to read. And... If you have uh, theories on what you might build Leona as a MPC or a PC in the Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition, go check out the Gamer Alchemy podcast, shameless plug. Other than that, this was a really epic story. I'm currently teaching the Iliad to my 5th grade class, and we're right in the middle of a bunch of the duels between Hector and Ajax and Menelaus and Paris, and so there's all these battles for royal or for honor and man it just gets me oh gets a fire in my belly so anyway thanks for listening check out the other podcast rate and review this one in whatever podcast provider you have it helps and if you guys have feedback that what might make this a little better or more interesting i like to hear it so thanks again look forward to seeing you guys or i guess talking to you guys and gals out there next week And we'll catch you on the flip side.